Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about Beast Tamer. Which was a recommendation by Damn It Jen and Jeb. Thank you very much for that recommendation. <laughs> it was a good one in my opinion. I liked it. Good, good. good. I'm glad you did. I I liked Palette it cleanser. as well. Uh, you know what, sir? You know sometimes you got to have that palate cleansing when you are, you know, skipping a week here and there. You know. You know. It, you know. It, it, it is I'm one of those bitter. things. Not bitter at all. <laughs> no. Uh, I was just like, how do you think I feel? <laughs> I was ready. I was just two hours too late. Um, all right. So, uh, but before all that, we were talking about uh, animes that are coming out, new seasons that we're really excited for, uh, some of our hopes and dreams and disappointments in general. Uh and uh, you know, just talk talk a little bit about about some uh, those shows that are coming out and that that we're watching as they come out. You want to catch a mm. part of that wider conversation? patreoncom slash anime podcast A dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content. Or if you want to hang out in our Discord and and get a little poke from uh, Rick here, who lets you know in our Discord whenever we go live uh, on YouTube. You know, you could always hang out with us and, and, you know, more than welcome to help uh, poke us with some questions and things like that while we're there. If you want to purchase some anime swag or merch or anything like that, we do have affiliate links for you in the show notes. Uh, anything you purchase using those links is very much appreciated. We do get a little bit of a kickback. If you want to actually purchase some of our own swag that we uh, have, you can go to shop.featuredanimepodcast.com. It is very much appreciated. And now on to the me and brotatoes. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I take that back. Um, we also got some more feedback from from people on uh, Spotify. And we ta- also talked a little bit about that in the pre-show. And there's one that they talked about or one thing that they said specifically for episode one, uh, Overlord, the very first episode mm. that we did. Um, they have been meaning to watch the series, uh, and it's long, but they heard it gets kind of boring. And I would honestly, I would honestly say, uh, meet Q if pardon me, if I'm saying that incorrectly, I would disagree with whoever says it gets kind of boring. I, I find it very entertaining all the way through. Like there is not a point in time where I am thinking that this is taking too long or I find it boring. I, I, I genuinely feel like it is a, a continual entertaining show. The only time I could see that somebody might think it's boring is season two, uh, the beginning of the episodes, but it, 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 the beginning episodes in season two. And the only reason that it gets boring is it's convoluted. You don't really understand 
what's going on because the, the the art style shifts really hard. You end season one on a fantastic note. Season two starts off with like essentially what culminates to lizard sex, and you're like, that's weird. And then it all makes sense. It all right. it gives you a different perspective that you weren't really looking at, and it gives you if if it hits you the same way it hit me, it it. <laughs> It makes you appreciate the storytelling all the more. To say the least, it is well worth the watch. So watch it. That's all I got to say. Yeah, That's all we got to say. 100%. Um, 100%. Back that. All right. Now on to the me and brotatoes. Uh, Beast Tamer came out in October 2022, ran all the way through December 2022. It's only 13 episodes long. A couple producers for it are Square Enix, Nippon, uh, Columbia, uh, Crunchyroll also look, is listed as a producer for them. Uh, studio for it is EMT Squared. It's based off of a manga. The genres for it are action, fantasy, harem. I would even throw Isekai, uh, or not Isekai, um, uh, 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 Slice of Life in there. Mm. Maybe romance. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of romance. Yeah. Uh, he's just dumb. Yet. Yeah, he hasn't picked up on the love the love feels from everyone yet man that's all it is he's, he's your standard MC he's your standard MC so fair enough uh, Beast Tamer uh, it's also known as the Beast Tamer who got kicked out of the hero's party then meets a cat girl from the superior race or ultimate race is another way of, of saying the actual title because the title is actually really long not just Beast Tamer that's fair um, now, my personal experience, he uh, <laughs> only the best people are kicked out of the heroes parties. True. Uh, so among all the beasts that roam the world, um, there are there are specific types and why I wanted to bring up that title uh, superior race or ultimate race is because there are a unique type of ultimate species in this world that that have in measurable amount of strength. They are like either super strong or they have an insurmountable amount of magic or a combination of the two, the likes of which that, um, you know, they, they tip the power scale so much so in their favor and, and, uh, humans in general covet their abilities. And this is shown throughout the series on multiple times for people that whenever they come across them, uh, rain, our main character beast tamer and he can uh, employ the assistance of various animals to help him with various tasks and be able to communicate with them and perform and generate contracts with them. However, uh, he is unique in that he can create contracts with multiple animals, multiple beasts simultaneously at the exact same time. And the hero party that he's actually a part of, don't truly understand his worth, his, his true worth. And so they kick him out and, and they talk a lot of smack to him too, while they're kicking him out. So he then goes off, finds an ultimate species, the cat, the, on, uh, on accident, on accident too, uh, 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 Kanade and makes a contract with her. And he, and thus begins his journey as, as an adventurer to, basically become the true hero of uh, of the world even though he was kicked out of the quote unquote hero's party. Well, here's what I think about that. I think that our beast tamer is actually um the hero. Yes. Like the in my in my mind, I feel like this 
this this beast tamer has or rather rmc has the proper lineage which is why his village of beast tamers were destroyed um quite interestingly though most beast tamers are happy if they can make two total contracts long term short term really doesn't matter whereas our guy goes 10 20 i think i think the most he did was a, a b5 colony and did well, they, it from afar yeah well they they never specified the exact number he just like oh yeah no i can totally do that and they do specify it's like you can only do one i mean like two is like almost unheard of but he does multiple yeah. at the exact same time and the reason why they say that you shouldn't be able to do more than uh than just uh one at a time is because you're you apparently your your sensory you you would just overload your body wouldn't be able to your handle nerves. the amount of of contracts or connections that it's making and then he also is able to transport part of his spirit into it into an animal and force it to talk using that his power and everything and it's just like keeps going next level next level next level next level yeah. next level and everything that he's that he's doing everything that he's setting out for he just kind of does it and mentally he's like oh yeah no you should everyone totally can do this right everyone can mm. and to, the, to be fair to, to be fair initially he's very weak he, he doesn't have the strength of uh, of anybody important until he makes a contract with the 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 cat spirit or the cat lady if you will and in his naivety he's like yeah i guess i can make a contract with you sure and she's like one in like a million might have the chance of making a contract with me and so he makes a contract with her and she's grateful of course and she ends up being extremely annoying extremely well, annoying but well, as her character is you know yeah it's her personality well here's the thing it's like she doesn't like make it seem like she's arrogant or all all these people she's like no they're like typically everyone and she she vo doesn't vocalize it to him it's like everyone's always kind of like oh they only want me because i'm a beast or this and that and she's like i feel like you could i feel like you could contract with me because i felt like this buzz i have this feeling like you could just try it just try it and he's like all right fine whatever you know totally the thing that really catches her off guard is that after he made the con made the contract with her he made a contract a temporary contract with a bunny and then had other bunnies come over and he made multi other temporary contracts with them and like told them all to go do something. And that's what throws her off. That's what makes her go. What the hell is going on? You shouldn't be able to do that. And so she feels inadequate as the tamed beast, so to speak. He, you know, yeah. because her master is still contracting other animals to do his bidding to help him out with tasks instead of relying solely on her. Now, what I found quite interesting was the benefits that a beast tamer gains by doing a permanent contract with certain beings. Like he kind of upped his agility, kind of upped his, his minimalistic strengths, upped his, his mental capacity with every, but no, with every contract he made, he gains a little bit of that experience is what he, is what I understood. Whereas with the contract that he made with the cat woman, basically her strongest attribute, which in this case is her strength 
was transferred into him as well. Um, the reason I bring up the past stuff is because when he was fighting the hero, um, they have a little spat because the hero is not fantastic. And he's like, yeah, I learned from the, um, I was faster because of the bear, because of the bird, because of the bees. Like I gained a little bit of experience and I understood how they move. And when making temporary contracts, you have to understand the animal itself. Right. Otherwise the contract has no foundation. The So that that's where I kind of got from that. So what you're saying is he got better. He didn't get better. He didn't have those strengths or attributes or anything like that. He, he understood what was going on and they used him as basically a pack mule. And he Hmm. would use the others to help scout out the area to understand what's going on and everything like that. But he actually couldn't fight. He, he didn't have anything that boosted him or anything like that in terms of fighting abilities that only came from the permanent contract. And the, the, fact that he got the bonus from the permanent contract was a complete unknown to him because no one had ever done it. Yeah. Yeah. No one had ever made a permanent contract, especially with an ultimate species before. So that's, that's where that was actually coming from. It was like, I guess no one ever did. Um, he also talks about, you know, uh, not just insect uh, beast taming, but insect taming. And he's like, oh yeah, it's like kind of like mm. a subset of beast taming. And a lot of people are this. It's like, you shouldn't be able to do this. Like, how are you like, who does that? Like we're, you know, and so one of the things that I really like is, is you're like getting all this information. He's kind of like, you know, feeding it to you, feeding it to you. It's like, all right, cool. We're going to go back to this village. Are we going to learn about this village? And you do learn about the village. It's just not what you're expecting at all. Like not even in the slightest, it's kind of, kind of, kind of throws you for a loop. It's like, well, okay. Then. I mean, I was totally expecting like uh, that other show where Lloyd came from the the final, um, the 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 boss level village, and he comes out and he's OP as all hell, yeah, and doesn't know it. What was that name? The the show. Kid from the boonies um, moves to a starter yeah, yeah. town. Yeah, bumpkin from the boonies goes goes to a starter town. Oh, kid from the final dungeon goes to the starter town, and yeah, it's I figured it'd be the same thing here because he comes from a village of beast tamers, and I'm thinking, okay, their OP is all heck too, and yeah, unfortunately, he he has he gets the Batman treatment, but doesn't quite go Batman's route. Yeah, no, he he instead takes the. I'm an aloof main character kind of meandering through life, not really worrying about anything, but worrying about stuff. And I was hurt, but I'm not letting it define me type of route. Well, up and yeah. 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 I mean, he also didn't really have any abilities unto himself that he found usable. So he did very rough manual labor um, just to keep, just to earn his keep for the longest and the hero came by he's like hey we need someone like you and then they physically just load him down and and verbally destroy him well they and he's don't, like no they're they're helping me they're helping me well they don't actually vocalize any of that until they decide to fire him I, they well, I mean they, they do flashbacks where they're not nice to him at all yeah but like, they didn't useless. they didn't straight up vocally tell him that and he even references that it's just like like I thought we were getting along fine, or I thought everything was fine, or everything like that, or or that they kind of pushed me along. But no, yeah, now they're just they being pushing. nasty. Now they're just yeah. playing all being nasty. It's like what the hell? And so, like, 
but in general, he he chooses not to let that define him. And and honestly, I'll yeah. I'll say this right now. I feel like like uh, so. Arios is supposed to be the hero. That's the guy's name. He's he's whatever. Mm-hmm. And like when you first meet him, like in when they're firing the guy, you can tell everyone there is very very full of themselves. And then the more oh, you learn yeah. about them, the more that's everything's going on. The more you're like these guys really don't seem like the heroes. And I feel like he's only considered the hero because of, you know, he probably has an ancestral lineage going, dating back to the original hero or something like that. Right. Yeah. They they trace his bloodline. Right. And the more you learn about him, the more you're like, man, this guy is a real scumbag. I would not be surprised if he ends up being the demon Lord in the end, Mm. because how he's acting the things he's doing, I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up being like that. Like if homeboy totally ended up becoming the demon lord, like I, don't know. I could see it. I could definitely see it. But the way that you got to figure, um, a little bit off topic, but there was a book I once read no, called no. Good Omens and Bad Omens. Bad. No, no, Bad. It, it, it matters. Bad. It matters. Bad. Rick. Bad. It matters to this particular if situation. I had a spray bottle. I would spray you right now. Bad Rick. <laughs> No, it it matters. It pertains. I promise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, where the <laughs> where the the devil's son is born and he's swapped at birth on accident, and essentially the people who thought they were raising the the, the devil's kid raised him in such a manner he became very arrogant, very um, entitled. And I think this kind of happened here, where he was born and everyone was like, "Oh, he's the hero." And everything in his life is either gone his way or has been handed to him. So he's just come to expect a better um, experience from people than normally you would get. And it made him, instead of being gracious for these positive experiences, if he doesn't have above the over the top treatment, he thinks you're disrespectful and disgusting and a peasant and you don't understand. And how dare you impede me? Well, here's the thing, and I'm going to, the reason why I'm going to disagree with you, and sorry to cut you off, I'm going to disagree with you, and um, I want, I just, I want you to tie it in, right? Because I I want, no, I want you to tie it into this question. Okay. Okay. It wasn't that he was born and they treated him like that from the birth. He was ordained by the church of that world to be the hero. Like they, they say the church is very part of it, from what I remember. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't think it's I don't think it's from birth, and and the more I think about it, I don't even think it's about bloodline. Like they traced it back, traced his bloodline back. I feel like someone in the church may have said that he did it or something like that. I feel like that could be it. What do you so? Do you from what I I I watched the dub? What which one did you watch? Subbed. And the reason why I'm coming coming off with the the. The church is because yeah. that's what they keep talking. They keep referencing it. And one of the other characters 100%. keeps, keeps re- uh, talking about it and referencing it. And it's like, no, you, you've been chosen by God or, or by the blah, yep. blah, 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 blah. So that's why. And it didn't hit me until you said swapped at birth and they, they were supposed to raise, like it didn't hit me until that point. Like it didn't register mentally, I guess until that point. So I don't think it was a bloodline thing. I think it was more of a, more of a religious thing. And he just happened to be chosen because of whatever, pick your flavor. Right. And that's where his arrogance is coming in because he is ordained by that mm. 
world's main religion and, and I, being the hero. I agree with that. I agree with that, but I believe there are qualifiers. Right. Because in, in the right, right, dub, right, 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 right. they did specify that he had a direct blood lineage to the first hero. Right. Which qualified him to be that hero. Right. Now, obviously, everyone connected to the main hero, the first hero, wouldn't be able to be you know, the next hero. Right. But he did mention in his fight uh, on the one-on-one hero versus the beast tamer, uh-huh. um, he did mention that he's got divine magic. He, he I gets think a, that's what separated. He gets special. Ma- he, yeah, he has a special yeah. set of magic or whatever. And the magic that he was yeah. using, honestly, is not that special. No, it's not. But it's lightning, which was considered divine, right. which makes me think that he wasn't chosen by the church. He displayed the ability to use this divine thing. And they're like, oh, my God, he must be the new hero. End of times. Choose him. Right. Support him. Like that kind of thing. Okay. So yeah, the yeah. second he was able to develop something abnormal but mm-hmm. also had the blood lineage they're, they're like oh and he went from a potential to this is him okay i'm game for that i'm game for that yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. i actually i can see that i can i can 100 percent see that yeah the the lightning displaying it and then that's how he's actually chosen because yeah everyone everyone that would do it everyone that would be like oh i'm part of his bloodline yeah they're not going to be the hero it's like it's got to be someone mm. specific right but I don't think, I think it what, also- I, what I think it is, I'll, 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 I'll even, I'll even tie into your favorite hated anime of all time, mm-hmm. Naruto. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, what if it's not divine, but it's bloodline magic, and it's not that that it's that's the unique qualifier for it, right? It's just that. Mm. His bloodline is the only <laughs> one known to be able to use that magic, right? See, I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that because I had a theory. I was going to wait until you brought it up, and then I completely forgot it. I'm glad you mentioned that. See, I don't think that's accurate, and here's why. Um, it was stated that the first hero mm-hmm. went to the gods, and the gods bestowed upon him their power, and that's how he was able to defeat. The, the the devil and, and all that stuff, the demons and the demon lord. Um, I, I'm going to backtrack just a little bit. Um, I think one of the qualifiers also was the demon destroying our main character's village. Well, that happened. And then they're like, oh, demons are here. We got to look for this guy. Oh, he's got the, the divine magic. It must be him. The time matches everything. It, so, wasn't, but, um, it wasn't power. It was it was blood. They they gave him a bit of blood, and and the only person you ever see using blood. And I'll tell you this right now: I don't have yep. sharp teeth at all. And bro, right. he can just right. like easily like breathe yeah, nom, on nom, his nom. thumb, and it cuts, and then it immediately heals up. Anyways, yeah, he's the only one you ever see using blood exactly. to make a contract. So, so that's they why I- they don't s- s- state. That he got power from the gods because that they said they said that he got some of their blood and some of their power. So I feel like okay, I feel like you're on the same page. I think we're on the same page. I feel like they just they were just describing a beast tamer doing exactly yeah. what uh our our, our, yeah. our main character was actually doing. Yeah, and just kind of flipped it around, and it was like, oh, oops. So when they were yeah, saying like bloodline, they were they were they weren't meaning like literal blood when they were talking about blood. They were talking about the dude making a contract as a team. Yeah. 
And as we said before, it's not widely known that if you make a contract with a demi-human or a uh, or anything like that, you get their power. So it's not widely known that that's a thing. Yeah. So what I was my my thought process was he went to these magical races or whatever, formed contracts with them, and one of them just happens to have lightning ability, like obviously. And so when they see him using lightning magic and have a wonderful affinity to these magics, they're like, oh, my God, he's chosen. He's going to save us. Yay. Yep. And and his kids, uh, maybe he didn't teach them. I don't know. Maybe they branched off. But there's got to be a reason why the demons went and preemptively attacked that beast tamer village. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, because that attack happened, I'm sure someone had to come in and kick demon butt. Someone had to. They're not just going to dissipate after they kill off a village, right? Right. So I'm thinking the church came in, decimated them with holy magic or whatever. and was like, oh, no, this is the end of times. Follow this bloodline. They found the kid who displayed some kind of affinity towards magic. It was like, hey, you're the second coming. You're it. Right. And so from then he was treated vastly differently. And if we're given, if yeah, we're, we're going off of timelines here, we're looking at maybe a 10 year, 15 year time span. Yeah. And if you're treated like you're above everybody by everyone, you know, for 15 years from a young age, you're going to believe it. And you're going to expect premium care, premium oh, yeah, service, yeah. premium, everything. So you become arrogant, you become entitled, you become right. all these and, negative things. Right. And we're spending a lot of time on, on him, on the, on the hero, on the hero. Use air quotes, hero, yeah. because he, he does, even though he's not the main character, he does play a very pivotal point. And, and you do see, you do see him like slowly move towards being like the bad guy and mm-hmm. away from being the hero. And you see yeah. our main character, uh, Rain, move from being a side character to the hero. Yeah, accidentally, too. He doesn't even want it. He's like, ah, a weight's been lifted off my shoulder, I guess. I need to take a look. I need to take a look at things from a different perspective. Yeah. I was going to be happy just helping. And now that burden's no longer on my shoulder. What am I going to do? Well, you know, I could probably be a, uh, an adventurer. Yeah. And so he tries that and on a mission it. on his first mission. And here's, here's what sets him apart. Here's what makes him in my mind, a true hero. And <laughs> the way that I've seen a bunch of stuff, the way that I've expected things to go, I expected this to be a kind of test of sorts that after he collected and killed off these five, or these 10 goblins for his first mission, he hears a, Oh, help help. And they're like, and he's still on a test to find out if he's a worthy adventurer. And he sees this, this very weak looking woman. And he's yeah. like, I'm going to attack this big ass beast. That's, that's attacking her gets, gets the uh, attention and, and tells her to run. Tell, tells, tells her, her to, to run. So they, uh, guess what that is. That is a heroic quality, and I assumed that was part of the test. Like, oh yeah, you passed. Woo! This is the real test. That never happened. And that's when he met the cat girl, and that's when he formed the yeah. contract. That's when you find out that, oh my god, you're super strong. And everything else just seemed to line up perfectly for him to kind yeah. of um, gain more people. Yeah. And he's he's nice, and he's he's kind, and he always wants to talk things out, which, honestly, not a bad quality, you know? Not a bad quality at all, but um, kind of naive, I feel. 
Um, oh, yeah. It serves him well because he's got a strong body from his first contract. His second contract, which happens to be a freaking 15 year old devil, or not, no. not, not no. a dragon. Sorry, 15 year old dragon. Uh, you don't think she's 15? I thought they said, at least in the dub, they say that when they turn 15, they go on a crusade, a uh, rite of passage. Yeah, when they turn 15, and, they that's when they tr- tend to go on there. However, yeah. that doesn't it doesn't say like they're only that she was only there at the start of it. It's just like that's typically oh, when they fair. venture out. So fair enough. So she, like she's, she's at least 15. At F- least yeah. 15. At least I would say 17, 18. If it makes you feel more comfortable. Yeah, um, No, I'm, I'm just saying like in terms of mentality and maturity, I would. Oh, true. True. She was far more mature than the cat girl. Still, still a bit immature, but yeah, still. Well, that's good. why. I, that's why I'm saying seventeen, eighteen. She's fair enough. She's not. I'll take it. She's not. She's not the highest level of maturity, but she's <laughs> she is there. She's she's getting there. Got to give it a little. I'll go with that. Um, cat girl, cat girl. I, I would t- totally I believe like fifteen years old, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Now the cool part was the dragon was able to physically match both his attack. And the Catwoman's attack, but we assume they're full. They're they're going all out. Um, find out later that eh, she's only using like a fraction of her power, and she goes all out for like a split second. And I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan. I wish they'd do that more. Um, but when he contracts, when he finally beats the the dragon, he doesn't do it through brute strength. Surprisingly, um, he does it through his beast taming skill. He gets birds, poisonous birds, to attack. And neutralize the target, at least for a little bit. And he ends up forming a contract specifically because he does not take her body and sell it. He does not um, force her to do things that she doesn't want to do. He does not. He's very respectful. Very. I just want to have a conversation. Like things can be talked peacefully out. And I unfortunately feel like eventually he's going to get to like the demon Lord and want to talk things out. You know? Oh, yeah. No, 100 percent. Uh, I mean, they, um, they do specify and like how the story kind of goes. They do. They do specify that there are like 10 total races or something like that. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like we're only <laughs> so on season that, one. And, yeah. yeah we, we only we're only on season one. They did three different races. Yep. No, four. Different, four. four. Four races. Yeah. So right? you've got the so cat you, woman. You definitely you've got the dragon. have like another season. Another season to get to a oh, at least easily, easily. You know? It's got a fantastic foundation. I find it to be very, very attractive story wise. Um, I just, I really don't like how annoying that the the cat girl can be at times. Um, I yeah. would like to see a little, like someone to come in with an appraisal skill, if you will, and appraise him so we know exactly what's going on because there's a lot of Deus Ex Machina crap going on. Oh where, yeah, like, but but they 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 already set it up for that, right? And they mm. and they even talked about it, right? The, everyone has a limit. There's no matter no matter what you have a limitation for whatever it is and everything like that. And yeah. they set it up for him to be able to ex, to go beyond that said limitation and and yeah. they they set the foundation where next level stuff is going to happen and it's not going to phase whatever is going on right so, yeah, yeah. Th- well, so that, they that's one of the they, other they things they totally set it up for that they totally set it up for that so yeah well they also said something about the hero having a limit break where his the main feature of the hero is 
limitless growth. Right. So, I mean, I see it here. Maybe they saw it there too for the other kid, but they, like that's the thing, right? They, they don't know at what point he'll reach the limit and go beyond that. Right. It's just a speculation that he will have limitless growth. And I feel like he doesn't have limitless growth. The person who does have limitless growth is our main character. And I also feel like who also had anyone else who's a beast tamer who contracts with said uh, beasts have limitless growth. Now, here's my thought on this, and I, I like this thought. You can tear it apart if you want. I look at him, and I think he had a lineage of beast tamers, and, and he learned at a young age where you can you know, do nice things. But he himself has mentioned he didn't have that much of a mana pool. So he was able to contract with the first girl, and I think that would have been the limit of his ability, because he seems a bit tired afterwards, right? But because he received power from her, it allowed him a second. And once he made contract with the dragon lady, his mana pool exploded, just straight skyrocketed, right. which allowed him for further development. And I think that with every new contract he earned, like in my mind, if he went to the dragon first, if he tried, like if he tried to get I the dragon hear first, you di- I don't hear you disagreeing with what I said in shorter words. I'm not, dis- I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying that, I think that if he would have done it in a different way, it wouldn't have worked. No, it would have worked. Like in general, he would have been able to contract with any of them. He, I mean, like they already showed that if he was going to contract with someone that had a lot of magic power or something like that, he would have done it. He would have gained a boon in magic. I just feel like maybe the attributes he gained from it would have been different. Possibly. It's possible. I mean, heck you also, (laughs) you (laughs) talk about a pain in the ass. He ended up accepting. Uh, sorry, he ended up accepting a contract, a, a job, if you will, from the hero. Like, hey, I need this shield. Could you get it for me? I spent two weeks looking for it. I couldn't find Jack anything. And um, he was like, "All right, yeah, I'll take a look at it." Two days later, not only did I kill a general from the demon army, but well, he wasn't <laughs> a general. They 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 didn't say he was general, but he was a higher class individual. And he was sent oh, there I, I by the. He was sent there by, you know, he is a part of the Demon Lords, but they they knew exactly who he was, and there are others that are exactly like him. So, mm. but they were able to like just take him out with with I would say not extreme effort. You know what I mean? Like they were able to take this guy out without having too much difficulty. Right. Well, which led him to get his strength was again is against. Mm-hmm. magic users he's impervious to magic not now, so much not so much against physical physical yeah well now he was because when he defeated that um the, the the demon spawn let's call it then um he contracted with the two twins the twin fairies and that's where he got the magic nullification status nullification but we find that out later yeah yeah and everything that every time he contracts he gains something from it he gained he nah. so again 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 I said the exact same thing but in shorter <laughs> yeah, did. time frame. Fair enough. I have a question though. No. We we find out that we've got a demi human or a no. demigod. No, no. Right? No, no, no. Do you no. think there are actual gods in in this world that he is able to contract? Yeah, I don't see why not. 
I know, I know that there's devils in there, not demons, but devils. So I would assume that there are the one that he contracted with. The final one was a demigod. Yeah. So we don't know what happens after that, though. What, what kind of power he might gain off of that. Right. We only time will tell. Yeah, only season two will tell. Exactly. Uh, but I, I have a weird question. Do you think he'd be able to contract devils or demons? If he can contract uh, like demi humans, like, like the, the, well, one of the superior races, celestial races is devils. So yeah, Mm -hmm. he can demons on the other hand. And I feel like there's that, there is a very clear distinction in between the two. Um, you see him kind of doing it and he probably could, if he really, if he ran across one that wanted to, I got you. I found a young one kind of thing. Right. Like a, a baby almost. Right. Cause yeah, he, originally I, I was under the impression you couldn't contract monsters. You can only contract animals. No, you but then can... this other guy did a mo- like a, the Minotaur. Right. And yeah, that was interesting. Well, they so, said it's, well, they actually pointed out that it's actually illegal to contract with monsters. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought yes. it was just difficult. No, they, they pointed out that it's actually illegal to contract with monsters. And it's probably because you can never truly tame a monster and there you are never get rid of their aggression. Yeah. The, you never get rid of their aggression. So it's always going to be a problem. That makes sense. I was going to ask you, do you know why? But yeah, you just, you, you just said it. Yeah. So the, before we get into the rating, I want to say though, okay, that every person, every bad guy, every negative person that you always, that you're introduced to, that you're shown in the show it's not like, oh, whatever, and eh, he's a bad guy. No, it's like you you look at him, and you're like, that dude just needs to be killed. He just needs yeah. to be, like, totally demolished. He needs justice, swift, hard, brutal justice <laughs> across the board. Whenever you, know, you whenever you run across anyone that, that's like that, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, one of the best lines in this show, in my opinion... Is when the uh, the main the, our rain was fighting the hero, and after he basically whoops his ass, he goes, "Huh, you know, whoever said that revenge is overrated was wrong. I like this." Uh, he's like, eh, "It's an empty feeling. I don't." He's like, "I don't exactly agree with it, but you know." <laughs> he goes, he's like, I, "I like it. It's not that bad. It's not that bad." All right. So, all right, all right sir. So. On a scale of up to 10, um, how would you rate this? I'm going to give this an eight. And the reason I'm not rating it higher is because of how annoying the, the, the cat girl is, but it's within the character scheme. It makes sense. It's not gratuitous. There was one, um, scene in here. One, one part of a, a show or part of an episode where it was a bit gratuitous, um, fan service, but, it wasn't bad at all. I know. Roll your eyes, but <laughs> it, it didn't really have um, a place in my mind. Like It wasn't necessary, but it was not gratuitous. It wasn't in your face, and it felt more natural. It was more humorous than typically it goes. Uh, animation quality, fantastic. The The difference of good and evil, I'm, I'm loving how direct everything is, and I love how exact everything is is shown like you're either good or you're bad and there's no gray area where you're only a little bit no you're straight like killing babies 
bad, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, I liked that. And I liked how, how defined the, the actions decided to be, they weren't drawn out. Like I tended to be, um, but <laughs> I, I would recommend this to other people. Highly recommend it to other people. Um, the thing that's stopping it from being higher than an eight, again, the, the cat girl and her annoyingness, but also the bookends. Um, you find a bunch of stuff like they just barely touch on that. They, they will hopefully expose later if we get a season two. Right. Um, but, and I really didn't like the fact that a lot of things just happened to have a really easy solution, you know, because beast taming. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that, that, I, that's my only gripe. I gotcha. Uh, for me, hmm, hmm, I'm gonna go, I'm actually gonna go higher. I'm gonna go nine. Really? I was expecting a six out of you. No, no, it was entertaining for what it was. I certainly laughed. The animation was, it was fine. It was passable. It was lighthearted. It was enjoyable. The characters you were meant to hate truly hated. I hated them like with the passion. I did not have a problem burning through this. The music I felt was very good. It was nicely done. Uh, the animation was also very nicely done. It, it didn't, I mean like, yeah, it wasn't perfect, but it was, it was entertaining. I got, I got no real major qualms with it. The only thing, the only big problem that I have with it is the fact that, you know, we're left to, to so much. We're left with so much unanswered and they can, can, can do a lot more with it. You know, I feel like it was kind of maybe mm. cut short a little bit. Weird question. How many episodes do you think this could be for a full story? That's a great question. I don't know. But what I do know is what we're watching next week. And what we're watching next week <laughs> nice is time. the movie of Escaflone. Because there is actually a movie for the for the that followed up and came out after the series. So weird. Why does that sound familiar? Hmm. Uh, you know what? I, I did a review of it last week on the series. Oh, uh, you know, oh yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> check it out. Totally. It was good. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, uh, I, I got, I got nothing else. You, you got anything else, uh, other than that, sir? Nah. No, nope. right. no, right. no, I don't. All right. Well, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, if you feel like we got something right, something wrong, did too much, just not enough justice, got anything or everything wrong about it, feel free to let us know all our contact information and everything like that for you in the show notes. Uh, or you can go to featuredanimepodcast.com. All our information, links, all that stuff is available to you on there. We're in on Discord. You can go there, hang out, and you will get a notification when we are live uh, in Discord. We do like to give a little bit of a shout out. Um, if uh, you want to hear some of the pre and post show content that we usually do with every episode, you can go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. A dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content. And uh, if you want to buy some swanky swag, shop.futuredanimepodcast.com, and it will definitely help us out if you prefer to, to support us like that. Uh, and until next time, I'm Jack. I'm Rick, and we'll see you next time. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.